Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend Slash, my co-host, Devin. And today, we're here to break down and give our insights on The Menu. It's making me... It's making me hungry. This movie's called The Menu, and all I can think about at the end of that movie is that I just want a really good, like a nice, good old-fashioned American cheeseburger. And before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram, and you can finally follow us back on Twitter at FilmOptics or email us at FilmOptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Devin, we're, we're back in business. We got the Twitter handle back. We had to do a little bit of reconstructing altogether. But, yes, you can follow us at Film Optics. No Film Optics pod, just at Film Optics. Again, that is Optics with an X. We finally, finally got that handle. That I just got to say, job well done. Yes, yes, job. chef. Good job, chef. <laughs> Yeah, chef. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was a crazy week, especially everything that's going on with Twitter right now. Uh, everyone was seemed to have been saying their final goodbyes like last night because there's a lot of analysts out there and saying that Twitter may not you know last throughout the entire weekend. A lot of uh, people are not going back to work for Elon Musk, uh, understandably so. But in the midst of all this craziness, Devin, how are you, buddy? How's your week been? I'm doing pretty good. I mean, we got Thanksgiving next week. We made it through the the week prior to get to that. I uh, got most of the week off. Have to work Monday, but it's okay. Um, it should be a good week. Uh, we got to watch this movie, The Menu, and it was a nice, pleasant surprise. I will say, before we dive in, I, the irony is not lost on me that, that we'll be critiquing a movie like this, which just takes the piss right out of critics of all types. <laughs> Well, we're not that kind of critic, Devin. We're, you know, we're, I mean, there, we're, there's definitely some some similarities there. When she when she was like when the one um, critique lady was talking about how she just feels so special to get the invite, like when we get screeners <laughs> or screenings, like you can't tell me there's not a little bit of that. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I as as a movie. See, I don't norm. I don't like consider myself like a movie critic. I just I'm. I just like movie. Like I'm a movie fan. Like I feel like we're both movie fans. But I guess we we are diving into this. This well, well Tyler, Tyler would say he's a food fan. So hopefully we're not like that either. Nicholas yeah. Holt's character. I think you might be right in some ways. I I just don't know. Like. It's we're we're diving into the you know the high society you know all the screeners and stuff, but I don't really think that we're there yet because <laughs> they were like you know everything out of their mouths. I'm like, are these? This movie just a just a friendly warning. Just just don't get to this level. Don't become these people. No, <laughs> do not. <laughs> Because it is whew, like talk about pretentious. Like that was super pretentious. It was. I was like, are they together? Are they? You know, just critics coming. You know, looking to shut down another restaurant altogether. But yeah, man, it has been a long week. I, I do agree with you. Um, I'm off all next week. 
um, luckily. So get a nice little break all together of just, whew, I got to decompress. And how I decompress, I don't know. Maybe just watch movies. I was going to play some God of War, but can't really take that on the road with me since I'm heading home for for a week. You know, well, I could, but... <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. But have you been watching anything uh, outside of, you know, the menu? Like, have you been watching any TV shows or kind of just trying to get through the week altogether? I know it's it's crazy to think about, but I'm watching an anime series currently. Is it Attack on Titan? No. Is it Naruto? Nope. Is it... Dr- wait. Is it... Oh, what would it be? What, what would it be? Um, it can't be very, anything. Very, we- very westernized, just like Cowboy oh, Bebop. Oh, Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> it's like Cowboy Bebop, but oh. it's cyberpunk edge runners. Oh my! Ah, oh, okay. I guess that 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 counts. You got to watch Arcane. I've been telling you to watch Arcane. It's very good. It's very good. If only I cared about League of Legends. I don't care a rat's whatever about League of Legends, and I love that series. Like, it doesn't make me want to play the games. I just really enjoy the story. And the art style is phenomenal. That's why I watched Cyberpunk, because I've already already loved the, the world of it, playing the game. Okay. So it was easy to get into. Yeah. I have been watching Shit's Creek for the first time. I've always heard good things, but I never dove in. It's, it's much like The Office, where the first season, if you get past the first few episodes of Shit's Creek... It's really, really good. But with The Office, it's like you have to get through the entire first season. But I'm on the second season right now. And I'm I'm really enjoying it. It's it's very it's it's kind of it's very satirical, very not much dry humor, but I mean Daniel and Eugene Levy, this you know, the creators of the show, was it's it's perfect. Like it's it's just a fun comedy to kind of just, you know, turn your brain off decompress, relax, yada, 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 all that stuff. But yeah, I've been watching Shit's Creek. I've uh, been some uh, semi catching up with the uh, DC Titans season four. But outside of that, I don't think I've been watching too much else um, besides the menu, of course, which we're going to be talking about here today. But yeah, nothing too not nothing too crazy. I watched Three Thousand Years of Longing. We did a did a Blu-ray review for that for the uh, for the podcast. If you haven't checked it out, definitely go check that out. Um, was not a fan of the movie all that much, but I do you know happy and grateful for the opportunity. See that that right there that separates us from that other. We'll we'll talk about it when we get to. To, to this movie. So with all that out of the way, with all the pre chitter chatter out of the way, we got that all out of our systems. Devin, are you ready to dive into this review? Yes, chef. <laughs> yes, chef. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after this introduction to the menu. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Hello. Welcome to Hawthorne. I'm Julian Slowick, and tonight it'll be our pleasure to feed you. The curtain rises. Over the next few hours, you will ingest fat, salt, sugar, protein, bacteria, 
fungi, various plants and animals, and at times entire ecosystems. But I have to beg of you one thing, it's just one. Do not eat. Taste, savor, relish. Consider every morsel that you place inside your mouth. Be mindful, but do not eat. Our menu is too precious for that. And look around you. Here we are, on this island. Accept. Accept all of it. And forgive. And on that note, food. And we are back. You just heard a little clip of the menu and the cast is as follows. The director is Mark Malloyd and writers are Seth Reese and Will Tracy and stars Anya Taylor-Joy, Nicholas Holtz, and I, I've always thought it was Ralph Fiennes, but I I thought, you, is it Rafe Fiennes? Yeah, Rafe is what I've heard. Hmm. It's interesting pronunciation for this Brit. Very, very... Yeah, I would say that's pretty interesting, but hey, we can't piss off the Dark Lord Voldemort himself, so we're just going to say Ray Fiennes all together. And the synopsis is as follows. A young couple travels to a remote island to eat at an exclusive restaurant where the chef has prepared a lavish menu with some shocking surprises. Very interesting. So the way this is going to break down for everyone out there who may be New to the podcast, welcome, welcome. So usually we get into our initial reactions first, which is our non-spoiler section. Then we get into our spoiler section. Then we'll get into our final thoughts and our ratings. And then we'll close on out and say our goodbyes. So I'm going to pass it over to Devin so he can give his initial thoughts of the menu. Yeah, going into this one, I think we were both pretty excited. Um Pretty much anything with Anya Taylor-Joy, it's, it's enough to get you at least into the door to, to watch a movie. Even New Mutants, like, not a good movie, but she was very obviously the best part because she's just a really good actress. And she has that that pizzazz, that spark, that star potential. She's a star. Um, she's got the X factor, you can say. But yeah, um, besides Anya Taylor-Joy being obviously great, um, I really enjoyed this movie. It was a lot funnier than I was expecting. Uh, based on the trailer, I thought it was going to lean more towards like suspense thriller than comedy, but it's very comedy heavy, which I definitely think help, helps with the flow of things and helps with the pacing because there's a lot of good jokes throughout and definitely some good laughs. I think the ending leaves a bit to be desired um, just because of how everything unfolds and it leaves you with a lot of questions. Like I understand keeping the mystery for some of this, like it's a very mysterious island and restaurant and, the, and these chefs and people are all very mysterious. And I understand keeping some of that mystery, but there's just a lot of questions at the end where you're just like, why, why did that happen? I, I'd like some answers. But other than that, very, very sharply written, very just back and forth, a lot of sassiness and just quick-witted responses between these actors and these characters. And it's just, just fun to take the piss out of high society. Hi society. <laughs> Hi society. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. When, when it comes to this movie, first off, let me start with this by saying, I think 
watching the trailer, watching the trailer doesn't necessarily give anything away, but I feel as if whoever is looking to watch this movie to go into it blind, like completely and utterly blind, because I feel like you're going to have the best time with this movie altogether. Um, as for me, I really did enjoy it. I thought, like Devin said, you know, it's sharply written. Um, Anya Taylor-Joy is easily the star. You know, it's nice to see Nicholas Holt back. You know, he was also in the X-Men there for for a while. So, you know, and we, we got a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, Rafe, Fine, uh, Rafe Fines, excuse me, with, uh, you know, being Lord Voldemort himself from Harry Potter. But it, it was it was a very fun, like, I guess you can call it a horror I would say more thriller. I don't really know though, because it's like, I say comedy is the, the first genre that comes to mind. Yeah. I would say comedy is the first genre. Maybe like, I guess a satire thriller or comedy thriller almost because I mean, you know, people die in movies all the time, but that doesn't classify them as horrors. But I guess it would have, I mean, Rotten Tomatoes has it as a comedy slash horror. I would say maybe comedy slash thriller, but I mean, yeah, it is what it is. But overall, um, yeah, I, I really did enjoy this movie. I thought that the runtime was perfect. It comes in and around maybe like an hour 40, maybe hour 45. Uh, felt like an hour and 30 minutes, to be honest. Like it just breezed by because we're we're staying in, you know, the same remote island location the entire time so you're not really changing the sceneries all that much but overall i it had a very eerie vibe to it um i do agree that the ending kind of leaves us with like an abrupt ending just one of those you know make of it as you will um anya taylor joy is now a final girl so to speak i mean technically she is uh i got a little bit of um midsummer almost <laughs> towards the end especially Already or not. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Already or not. Um, but I would definitely say out of anything, this movie just really made me want to get like a cheeseburger. <laughs> it's funny. I actually actually got a cheeseburger before seeing this movie without even knowing. And I went to the most American restaurant ever. I've never been to before. Big boy. It, it's near the theater. So I was like, hey, we, we might as well try it. Never had it before. So what would you say is the most American like all American cheeseburger. Cause I was, my mind goes to like, I mean, I guess fast food would be like yeah, McDonald's. Was McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I guess it depends on where you live. Cause you know, there's Whataburger, Attaboy, like you said, and um, it's a few other places. I don't but know. That burger he cooked up was definitely looking pretty nice. It was looking smashing, but honestly, and of course, you know, the, the food itself within this movie plays off as its own character as well because it's you know it's, yeah, i love i love the title cards that are just the, the plate <laughs> titles <laughs> it was so great but yet yeah, the food itself it, it is this you know posh high society i think it was a little bit over a grand per person to dine with tonight but you know you start to figure out um these small little calculations that um Ray Fine's character starts to reveal. Kind of got some some saw energy where this this madman is bringing these people in because they've they've done wrongs in their lives and he wants to correct it. Well, most of them, obviously, Anya Taylor Joy's character is innocent and also the movie star. He just 
That was one of the funniest parts of the movie where he he made a bad movie and that upset the chef so much that he <laughs> he brought him out here to get killed. That was pure genius. I I gotta say that it was. We'll get into again the spoilers. Like like everyone everyone else is justified why they're there in the yeah. chef's eyes to get punished. Um, mm. Especially, I mean, that couple had some issues. The the finance bros obviously are working illegally. And and Ty- Tyler just just gotta go. Tyler's awful. He he really just turned into Tyler's character. You know, he's pining over she- uh, Chef Slowick, uh, Ralph, uh, Ray Fine's character, and it's very you know he has this, this big idolization of Chef Slowick, and you know he wants to be he wants to be like him. He's he's done all this research. He's kind of a foodie uh, in and of itself. You could tell how much fun Nicholas Holt was having playing this character. Mm-hmm. Oh, I I love Nicholas. It's so it's it's refreshing to see him in something. It's been a while for me. I think the last time I saw him was in the uh, Tolkien movie, um, if I'm not mistaken. But I always love seeing Nicholas Holt. Like he always brings his A game, and of course, Anya Taylor Joy, you know, bringing hers as well. It th- this ended up being like a very um a, a fun thrill ride altogether like you said the, the writing is just so snappy back and forth back and forth between you know we always talk about how dinner scenes are like one of the best environments when it comes to you know these heavy dialogue um scenes and you know having multiple tables within this like high society establishment really gave us you know it gave us more breathing room. You know, you have multiple tables, all these people having their own separate conversations. And it was, it was a great time. Like, I kind of want to see it again. I want to take my mom to go see it. <laughs> that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, it'd be a good one. But was there anything else you wanted to bring up before we get into our spoiler section? Cause I feel like we're heading to that point. Cause there, there's, a, there's a lot to spoil here for sure. I just wanted to give a small shout out to the waitress character, Elsa. I thought she was very underrated in this movie. Just kind of her responses were pretty great. The tech bros are like, yeah, we're going to sue this place. We're going to take all your money. And she just goes, no, that won't be necessary. <laughs> she just says no. It's like, yep, no. Can she no. do that? Can we have bread? No, no bread. <laughs> no bread. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the actress's name played Elsa. Her name is Hong Chow. Um, I believe that's how you pronounce her last name. C-H-A-U. So, yeah, she she did a fantastic job. But let's get into our spoiler section. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is your first spoiler warning for the menu again. That's your second spoiler warning for the menu. I actually forgot to add that into the Wakanda Forever review. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's fine. I, I found a way to work around it. But now that we're in spoiler territory here altogether, we... I guess the the big twist. Actually, there's two big twists. <laughs> the first twist is that you know we kind of talked about it a little bit already. Uh, uh, Chef Slowick he has carefully calculated this night and invited every single person to attend this food experience that he's having, and they have all, like you said. Uh, pissed him off in one way or another. <laughs> no matter how small. You ruined my Sunday. <laughs> you ruined my Sunday. My one day off 
in months. <laughs> was, and it's funny because, uh, well, I guess he's just actually titled the movie star, but the actor's name is John. Um, I'm going to butcher his last name if I try it out right now, but he's Luigi, just, John Luigazamo. Oh, John. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. I'm sorry. Uh, but he, he kind of says, Oh, he's like, I just played the actor. He's like, I didn't direct it or anything. And <laughs> the chef does not care whatsoever. But yeah, you find out that everyone was invited there to enjoy this elegant night of, you know, this amazing food experience and that they're all going to die, uh, <laughs> including the chef himself and his, his, his crew. So that's the first twist. And I guess we'll talk about that for a second before we get into the second one. But did you have any other thoughts that you kind of wanted to tackle about that? Or do you feel like we can just move on to the the second twist? Yeah, definitely some cult vibes with this, the chef crew. I'm curious as to, um, curious as to what the background is there. Obviously I'm glad some of that was left a mystery because that just makes it kind of creepier. Just they're all working together on this Island. Yeah. So, do you know, there's a uh, two uh, interesting producers attached to this movie. We got uh, Mr. Will Farrell and yeah, I saw those names, Adam McKay, <laughs> classic duo, classic, classic duo. M- Mr. Ector is like, like a top tier TV director. I was looking into his, his credits. He's worked on succession, game of Thrones, shameless, Yes, sir. Um, once upon, once a upon time, a time, entourage. Yeah. Like he's been, he's been going at it for a while. He's been killing in the TV game. Yeah, on the movie side, this might have been his his breakout or movie at least. Yeah, oh, that's very interesting. I'm very, what episode of Game of Thrones did he direct? I mean, he was okay. He was with Game of Thrones from 2015 to 2017. He did six episodes. Ooh, man, I gotta look into that one, but. Another time, <laughs> because I'll go down the rabbit hole. But yeah, um, when it gets to the first twist, I thought it was very funny. Not like ridiculous, um, but... I say, I say the first like real shock was when the sous chef just... Mm-hmm. Just takes the takes the bullet and... Takes the bullet. That's, that's the actual name of the dish. The yep. mess, by, the mess by Dead Chef. So for like for a second, I thought that the chef was going to like kill him himself, but the chef almost treated his dishes as if they were lyrics to a song or just a song altogether. Because usually, you know, when you're writing a song, there's a pretty big story behind it, but it seemed like there was these interesting stories out or inside of these dishes as well that we kind of learned, but whew. I I do agree with you though. I wish we would have gone a little bit deeper into the whole, you know, cult chef thing because that crew was just following his every single word, almost to the fact where uh, Nicholas Holt's character idolized him so much that he ended up hanging himself. We don't know what he said to him, but it shook that man to his core i love i love the name they gave to the dish that he made i forgot exactly what it was it was just like something like tyler's shit plate or something like that yeah oh yeah he's (laughs) that was hilarious like chef told tyler he's like hey he's like you want to be an aspiring chef he's like well welcome aboard he was teasing with him and it's like it was the funniest thing ever because also the um going back to the tortillas was also a great touch just showing everyone the how they, how, why they're here basically. 
and it showed Tyler taking the picture of the food. That's great. <laughs> it almost just a little bit of Squid Game because you had the little you know yeah. The sugar. Yeah, but I was that that was a freaky part, especially with the numbers with the the, the three dude bros with their their account information that they've been like laundering more of money and whatnot. And I mean, there there was a certain like a real threat that was happening here out of nowhere. And that's what I really liked about it. And of course, you know, with Nicholas Holt's character, he he's he's this wannabe type sous chef, but he knows he doesn't know how to cook at all. Probably wouldn't even know how to make Kraft's macaroni and cheese. But he he knows he's retaining all this information, but it's like and that kind of leads into the the second twist is that he knew, well, Tyler was supposed to originally bring someone else. I forgot the woman's name, but they split up way before the movie starts. Cause the movie starts right as they're about to go into the boat. And <laughs> Tyler and uh, invites Margo on Taylor George's character. Who is a, a, we find out is a, is a lady of the night, apparently some kind of sex worker. Yeah. Well, I was, well, I was going to say escort people. Yeah. yeah escort. Well, we, I, we never I, get an official title. No, we never get an official title. I, I guess I would say escort, but I mean, escort can mean different things <laughs> as yeah. we know, um, as we've learned, um, you know, from various places, but yeah. So we find out that uh, Tyler knew the entire time that they were going to die tonight, that, that night. So, and man, Anya Taylor Joy just goes off as she yep. should, <laughs> because wow, that was crazy. It, it was so carefully calculated. They think they get the Coast Guard to help them, but then he's he's just one of the chefs. Little gun lighter fluid thing. I was like, oh my gosh, gotcha. Like, I knew I knew something was up. I knew something was up. But it was in, it was an interesting dynamic between Chef. And Margot, because Margot was really just hungry, like for some actual food. Yeah, bread that's not really bread. It doesn't cut it. Yeah. And it's funny how Margot just calls Chef out on his BS. He's like, he's he's like, I'm sure, you know, you were a great chef once saying how, you know, it's it's no longer a passion, it's an obsession to, you know, strive for perfection. And, you know, all these other, you know, pretentious people, especially the critics, the foodie critics are just, are just eating this up saying, oh, my gosh, you know, especially with, with a chef that shot himself. They think it's just they think it's just a play like, no, he's dead. Clearly, he's dead. And Anya Taylor Joy's character kind of just sees through all of that. And yeah, she sees that picture of him when he started off as a fry cook and just making burgers. Yeah. Oh, making the burgers, making the, how good was that burger? How good did that burger look? See, see, it looked really good, but I was also concerned because earlier in the movie, they mentioned how, like, if their meat is like a day older than it should be, then you will instantly die. So I thought that was going to come into play. Oh, yeah. that was going to come back because they never circled back to that. I thought that was interesting. I mean, I guess, I guess maybe that could be like, if they were to do like an end credit scene, they could have shown Anya Taylor-Joy like, pass out or something because of the meat being being one day old that could have been the twist at the end maybe she was because i feel like she was reacting to something towards the the very end but i was like i don't know maybe but like this wasn't just like a normal cheeseburger this was like a double decker 
smash burger with four slices of cheese and two yeah. bad oh Whew. I I love that little exchange. She's like, I'll have this to go. Even before that, she's like, oh, like a cheeseburger. It's like, do you want a cheeseburger? He's like, he's like, how do you like it? Well done. He's like, all right. He's like, can I get some fries with that? <laughs> he's like, does it come with fries? Yeah, it comes with fries. She's and he like, was like, crinkle or uh, or whatever other type it was. Yeah. See, I thought she was gonna say curly fries. That would have got me. Like, oh yes, throw in the RVs, throw in the RVs, curlies, but. And then, you know, she takes a step further. You know, she's playing with her luck here a little bit. And she's like, can I get that to go? <laughs> like, towards the very end. I was See, like, that's, that's the thing that kind of stuck with me at the end and why the ending kind of bothered me a little bit. Because it's like, why did no one else try that? Why did everyone else just kind of accept their fate? No one even tried to, like, escape at the end. I was like, huh, it's just kind of weird. Well, I, I took it as because we learned that she was not supposed to be there. She was not a part of the plan. So I feel like there was this understanding between chef Slowick and Margot that they had and her, but, but if you were in that position, you would, you would try whatever it takes to get out of there. I mean, they just kind of accepted their fate. They were like, okay, we're going to die. A few of them did try. I mean, they, they did try to break the, <laughs> I mean, they I mean at the very end. <laughs> yeah. Oh, at the very, yeah. When, yeah, when they get turned into s'mores, which is also pretty funny because the chef's just like s'more is a, a disgrace to, to food and cuisine. I was like, I love s'mores. I had s'mores earlier that week at a bonfire. It's a great little treat. It was funny because like, he also called it like the worst, like, the worst taste for like any palate. Like it's like the worst yeah. combination. I'm like, I wonder if that's actually true, but I don't really, I don't really know, but I, I don't know. I I guess it was just, okay. Just saying towards the very end, right before they, they, yeah, people, they just put on the, the s'mores like clothing and just accepted it. I was like, try something like do the clap thing. <laughs> like she did like ask for it to go, just do anything. They just kind of all were like, all right, we're done. And Anya Taylor-Joy's character, Margot, she does look back for a second. And then Judith Light's character, Annie, just tells her kind of just to go. But I, I do love how Chef was kind of calling people out on their you know, on their BS altogether. Oh, man, that, that poor movie star. <laughs> All he did is make a bad movie. <laughs> and apparently his assistant's been stealing money from him. <laughs> Towards the end, she's like... Yeah, she's like, I've been stealing money from you. He's like, I know. <laughs> and I know you she's know. She's like, I know you know. <laughs> it's like, yes. It's it's that snappy dialogue, man. That that was that that was it's it's just great. It for a second, when I first went into this movie, I thought it was gonna be like a whodunit like mystery, kind of like knives out, but it turned out to be something completely different. And I believe this is just a original like movie altogether. I don't think this is based off anything else. Yeah. I really enjoyed it, but let's get into our final thoughts and ratings here. I'll pass it over to you, Devin. What are your final thoughts about uh, the menu and what is your rating for the film? Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed this one. A pleasant surprise. Um, Like I mentioned before, it's, it's comedy above all else, which is not what I was expecting, but I was very happy. That's what we got because it's very well written and there's a lot of good jokes throughout. Um, obviously Anna Taylor-Joy is the star, but Nicholas Holt has a lot of fun. Ray Fiennes giving some, some Gordon Ramsay vibes when he, call, when he called the one lady a donkey. That's all I could think about. Um, other than that, it's a, it's a great cast. It's a well, well-written story. It's creative. It's original. 
there's a lot to like here. I give it like a solid 86. Like I said before, the, the ending kind of stuck with me in a negative way. But other than, other than that, it's a great fun time. So I scored this on Letterboxd as like four out of five. So I guess that would equate to around like an 86, 85% um, out of 100 for me. I really, really enjoyed this movie. Um, like I said, I think anyone who goes to see this movie should definitely go into it's completely cold. Like don't even watch the trailer. Just watch it and then just watch it unfold. I think this it's a fun thrill ride that's it's perfect for right before Thanksgiving, which is, you know, since that Thanksgiving is getting nice and hungry. Oh, dude, it I'm not I'm not kidding. Like even even the food being as bougie and like pretentious as the food was. Well, some dishes looked a little bit more meatier than others, but that food looked so good. And I think what really sealed it from it was that cheeseburger. Right. That was That's like, the best part. Whew, man. But definitely anyone out there watching this, um, go into it cold, completely cold. Just watch it and let us know what you think at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X for sure. But definitely I, I would just give this like a same as Devin, a, a solid 86 out of 100 altogether great cast great writing great acting um amazing little set pieces as well you know just for it, it was amazing how they were able to kind of push the story forward within you know the small little island location that they were at but yeah a great horror comedy and i, I think i would actually pick this one up on uh on, on blu-ray for sure just uh it's, it's just a fun ride hour and 46 minutes feels like an hour and 30 altogether but yeah the movie just flies by but with all that said that concludes our review of the menu here on the film optics podcast and if you like what you heard on today's episode please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice and make sure to share an episode of our podcast with a friend whether it be your mother your brother or your significant other make sure to share an episode of the film optics podcast with a movie lover in need. And really quick, before we skedaddle on out of here, I want to let you guys know what's out now for you to listen to and what's coming up on deck. So as of right now, you can listen to our Black Panther Wakanda Forever review that we did here on the channel. Um, I also covered the film over on the Chatter After um, on their YouTube channel and on the In Session Film Podcast. So you can find my extensive thoughts there. And... I also wrote a review of Black Panther Wakanda Forever on the In Session Film, In Session Film website. That is InSessionFilm.com. And you can also listen to our review of Causeway that came out about, I think, about a week ago. And you can also listen to our Anola Holmes 2 review that is available on podcast platforms around the internet. And what's coming up on deck, we have our glass onion and knives out mystery that will be dropping next week so the following week after thanksgiving and we also have our willow series review that i was joined by kit stone so we're definitely going to be diving into that as well i'm very excited for everyone to listen to our reactions to the first three episodes of willow the series the sequel series i should say and with all that said we hope you guys have a wonderful day have an amazing thanksgiving and we'll see you guys next time and that's a wrap for today thank you all for listening and if you enjoy the show leave us a five-star rating review on apple podcast 
and Spotify. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian. And we'll see you guys in the kitchen. (laughs) Peace, chef. Peace, chef. Yes, chef.